Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. is brought to you by our Patreon supporters and by Luncheon Baskets. Tonight, we'll read another excerpt from The Wind in the Willows by Kenneth Graham, published in 1908. This story centers around four small animals, mole, rat, toad, and badger. Their stories take place in the countryside of Edwardian, England. If you'd like to start with the first episode, it aired on March 22nd, 2021. Graham grew up on the River Thames. As secretary of the Bank of England, he told his son bedtime stories that evolved into this book after he took an early retirement. In the last episode, Mole was spring cleaning his underground burrow when he was hit hard by spring fever. He ran up into the sunshine and befriended a water rat on the River Thames. The mole then not only sees a river for the first time, but has his first boat ride. We will pick up at the start of their delicious picnic. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few 
deep breaths. Leaving the mainstream of the River Thames, the mole and the water rat now passed into what seems at first sight like a little landlocked lake. Green turf sloped down to either edge. Brown, snaky tree roots gleamed below the surface of the quiet water, while ahead of them, the silvery shoulder and foamy tumble of a low dam, arm in arm with a restless, dripping mill wheel, created a soft murmur. The rat brought the boat alongside the bank, made her fast, helped the still-awkward mole safely ashore, and swung out the luncheon basket. The mole begged as a favor to be allowed to unpack it all by himself, and the rat was very pleased to indulge him and to sprawl at full length on the grass and rest while his excited friend shook out the tablecloth and spread it, took out all the mysterious packets one by one and arranged their contents in due order, still gasping, oh my, oh my, at each fresh revelation. When all was ready, the rat said, Now, pinch in, old fellow. And the mole was indeed very glad to obey, for he had started his spring cleaning at a very early hour, as people will do, and had not paused for bite or sup and he had been through a very great deal since that distant time which now seemed so many days ago. What are you looking at? said the rat presently, when the edge of their hunger was somewhat dulled, and the mole's eyes were able to wander off the tablecloth a little. I am looking, said the mole, at a streak of bubbles that I see traveling along the surface of the water. That is a thing that strikes me as funny. Bubbles? Oh, said the rat, and chirruped cheerily in an inviting sort of way. A broad, glistening muzzle showed itself above the edge of the bank.